Hi and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani and the topic for today's episode is a holistic comms strategy. Comms, both internal and external, have been evolving and transforming slowly over the last few years and digital platforms have played a pivotal role in getting comms to what it is today. Gone are the times when brands used to release one-way press releases. Now, investors, customers and the world at large have the ability to respond and talk to brands directly on public platforms. The transformation and changes that have occurred have left brands and comms teams more aware of the pulse of their stakeholders on ground, as well as making them more wary and responsible. To help dwell further into this topic, I have Indu Sharma on today's episode. Indu is currently the Head of Corporate Communications at Reket India and has previously worked with brands like HTC, AdFactors and the MSL Group. Besides being acclaimed as a woman disruptor in consumer products recently, she has also been recognized among the 40 Young Turks by Reputation India in 2020. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Hi, Indu, and welcome to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation with you. Thank you so much, Prashant. So just getting right into the conversation, and obviously considering your past experience, the one thing that I actually wanted to start this conversation with was that over the past few years and probably the past 10, 11 years, digital and social media has definitely been rising and rising across uh, different channels of marketing. Now, obviously... Along with that, what has happened is digital and social media has started playing a much bigger role when it comes to the comms aspect. So let it be PR or let it be internal comms. I believe that digital and social media as a whole, the value of it has started increasing and clearly the potential of of, you know, reaching out to your customers has also increased. Uh, so I just wanted to understand from your end and considering that you have been in this field for, for quite a few years now, what has been your experience and how do you think digital and social media today is impacting the comms world? That's a very pertinent question, uh, Prashant, actually. Uh, yeah. If I look back uh, almost a decade ago for communication, the media mainly meant the print medium. That's and correct, it yeah. was like, newspapers, magazines, and tabloids, and nobody looked further. The desire was only to see their faces and news on the front pages of these newspapers and magazines. But, um, you know, this slowly and gradually changed with the addition of digital uh, platforms. In fact, I would say that the proliferation of social media gave wings to the whole communication planning and management. It's changed so much so that, you know, a once uh, public relations field over time became an integrated communications and a very, very integral part of, uh, you know, a marketing comms overall. I would say that it changed broadly in two ways. One, the social media empowered the audiences, the people that we speak to, or we call them target audience. Yeah. You know, we gave them an opportunity to react and respond to, you know, whatever a brand was saying, they could give feedback. Yeah. And at the same time, it provided a flexibility to the brands to choose the message delivery platforms, to personalize the communication, to increase the touch points. So at both levels, you know, uh, social yeah. media, and uh, I wouldn't say broadly the digital, I would say specifically the social media, will, which is one part of digital, but is very, very important part of digital. You know, yeah. that specifically added to the conversation and gave, you know, wings to the whole uh, conversation space, I would say that. 
Right, true. And actually, just to your last point that you mentioned, where now comms uh, is actually, and obviously because of social media, it's actually empowering the end consumer or the audiences at large. And that's where my next question is actually flowing into that. You know, if you take a few years ago, and as you also rightly said, it used to be on print and magazine or any other, you know, uh, physical tabloid kind of publications. And then slowly, obviously, when when digital came into the picture, it became, you know, on the digital versions of, of those newspapers or magazines. But now what social media has actually helped develop is a two-way conversation. So earlier, comms or PR used to be a one-way communication largely where companies used to put up, you know, long-form articles, either about their, their annual results, quarterly results, some updates, new product launches, so on and so forth. Uh, but now what it's happened is that once a company puts up some amount of content on social media, it goes to audiences in large and it empowers those audiences to even react to those communications. Uh, so people will put their comments, their experiences, their feedbacks, either good or bad. Uh, so how has that changed the roles and responsibilities of, of people handling comm? Because obviously now it's become more interactive in nature. So how do you all actually take on this challenge by being more nimble with, with the communication? So uh, you can only have a dialogue with anyone if you understand that person. Similarly, you can have a dialogue with your audience also, if you can understand how they behave, where are they, what time they're available, you know, the kind of things they want to hear. So this brought the biggest change in the communication, which was a shift in attitude to consumer focus, how Hmm. it, Hmm. how it resulted in, you know, rollout was from speaking to listening is the biggest change, I would say. Earlier, the focus was actually about saying what I want to say. But now it is about first listening to, you know, the person I want to speak to and um, data and analytics actually empowered, uh, you know, the communication teams because that, uh, you know, becomes an important part of planning, of understanding the people and then creating the kind of message that resonates with them. Hmm. Uh, This also uh, brought the communication teams closer to the brands. Because brands actually used to do a huge bit on consumer insights. And now that consumer insight findings are feeding into the communication message creation process. Mm -hmm. So so that's a big change. Uh, Overall, um, integrated communication and, you know, uh, is uh, what the people are doing today. They create one strategy which actually horizontally runs across your reach out to print medium, digital medium and social platforms. It has to be one approach which actually comes across and creates a face and, you know, the personality of the brand. Yeah. And uh, third, very importantly, I would say is the, the importance of storytelling in the message delivery strategy. Uh, this has, uh, you know, created a bond between the brands and the consumer and the brands today are sometimes, in fact, spoken in a very human form simply because of storytelling because the brands today is reacting like a human reacts like a person reacts so you have that persona for them as well so these are the broad changes i would say which you know the whole uh, inclusion of uh, social media and the dialogue has uh, brought in for the communication 
Yeah, yeah. And actually, just to your second point also, which you just mentioned, uh, and I know we have discussed this very briefly earlier as well, that it's important for brands to have a holistic communication. And that's exactly what you also mentioned, right? So brand messaging and say comms can't be speaking about two completely different things. They need to kind of resonate with each other. So is this something that you have noticed which is happening recently or in your past experiences and currently and considering, you know, you're currently working with an FMCG brand, do you see this this holistic approach actually happening specifically in some industries or do you think this holistic approach is actually now happening across brands, across industries and and if you can probably, uh, you know, put some of your experiences against, against actually having very similar communications on the brand messaging and the same thing being extended to to comms and, and PR and stuff. That's very true. Uh, I don't think any brand can today shy away from the fact that uh, holistic communication is the future. In fact, it's the present. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is also led very much by the consumers. There was a time when we were only talking to target audience. Today, the target audience is segmented from a baby boomers to millennials to Gen Zs. You know, all of these react differently. But one thing is common thread across the different audiences that any brand and any segment is today talking to is the, uh, their focus on the purpose. They yeah. all want to know what the organization is doing. They all want to understand how the organizations are giving back to the society. Hence, yeah. that becomes uh, a very important uh, pillar of communication. You know, hmm. today the brands have to uh, come back and have a clear approach in communicating what is their vision and what is their purpose. And right. they don't have to stop there. In fact, they have to share how are they you know, reaching uh, or approaching that. Yeah. They have to come back with the impact of, you know, the kind of purpose-driven initiative. So it's not only that, you know, I announced something at one point in time, uh, which used to happen at, a uh, you know, in, in earlier times that, you know, something was announced, say, through a mainline newspaper and nobody would go back to, you know, what's really happening to that. True. But today yeah. with social media, allowing you to have an always-on communication. You know, yeah. there are so many platforms. Um, if you look at the PISO model, the owned platform, you know, allows us to give us, uh, to give a regular updates on what's really happening. So that is something that people are even expecting. You know, you yeah. can't really say that it's going to be announced only at an investor meet or an AGM mm-hmm. uh, or where, you know, the organization comes back with numbers and stats, but, mm-hmm. uh, and those are only numbers and stats, but people are looking today at human stories, at ground stories, which really shows and uh, makes them believe that, you know, something is actually really happening. Yeah. And this doesn't go waste because this really fosters loyalty and the brand love. People want to listen to such kind of stories and it helps them actually stand out from the message clutter that's really happening today. When Mm. you talk about FMCG or healthcare, you know, last year was COVID. Everybody was talking about, you know, frontline workers. Everybody was talking about healthcare workers. Why some stories stood out and some of them did not, you know, Uh, if we go back, it's all about who had the most human story. Where was the real impact? the right kind of duration, the right kind of presence, you know, all those things uh, really make a difference. And that's what the holistic communication is all about. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I think that that was some great thoughts and insights. Now, actually, what I want to do is, uh, I know we've been speaking about, you know, the comms aspect. And obviously, right now, we just spoke about uh, the holistic communications actually going out to the external world. So what I want to do is I want to actually divert a little from that and move into a topic which there are a decent amount of communications going on about. And that is that uh, when we look at any kind of marketing activity, uh, either top of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, there is always an aspect, and especially when you look at your internal stakeholders, they always tend to come back with, you know, a question or a query revolving around what is the kind of revenue a certain activity or a certain, you know, aspect of marketing or comms has been able to generate. Now, my question to you is actually two parts. So one is, do you see comms and PR helping generate revenue? And also, uh, do you think that PR and revenue should be interlinked to each other? Or do you do you feel it's, it's two completely different channels? Uh, and PR can possibly be, uh, you know, an assisted channel to final revenue generation, but you cannot possibly link it. So I just wanted to get your view on, on these two points. And obviously, specifically in the FMCG sector, if you, if you can help explain that part. Don't worry, Prashant, you're not the only one, but all the marketeers also want to know this. Yeah. So this has always been an important question. Yeah. Um, I would like to say that uh, traditionally, the purpose of communication has never been sales. Yeah. And, you know, that I wouldn't say that has changed completely. But uh, like I started by saying that uh, social media provided wings to the overall communication, you know, I would uh, maintain that here as well. That uh, the whole uh, uh, influencer engagement and the kind of CRM efforts that today, you know, the communication teams can undertake has Mm. broadened the reach and engagement with the TG. You Mm. currently spoke about the marketing funnel. So if we look at the marketing funnel, the first two steps are awareness and interest generation. Mm. You know, these two can very well be uh, taken care of by the communication efforts. Because... You know, the kind of communication that you put out, the kind of uh, information that you're putting out, you know, today we have videos from demo to experiential marketing to all kinds of things which being, which are currently put out uh, by the organization and, yeah. you know, uh, on the social media handles and in fact, through the, some of the traditional mediums as well. So yeah. those are also to some extent actually supporting the kind of uh, revenues that the organization is uh, generating through mm. any particular campaign, so to say. In yeah. fact, if you look at the the sales funnel as well, I mean, uh, after the sales also, there is a very important point of, you know, the after sales service. Yeah, and retention many of well. them, yeah. yes, and retention and many of them, those are currently being looked at by the uh, sales or after sales service channels, which are on Twitter, or say on Instagram, you know, yeah. so communication teams are very much a part of it today. So yeah. it's only about how you look at something. Uh, some of the works have definitely been added to the portfolio of communication teams. But uh, like I always say, you know, as a communicator, one has to understand the language of a marketer and start talking that language. If you don't, then it will look like you're comparing apples to oranges. But the reality is that today communication is playing a very important role in overall the marketing funnel that an organization is creating. So if you say that awareness and interest is important for the sales, 
then yeah. yes communication is playing a part yeah true so we've almost come to the end of the episode and there's this one final question that i want to actually ask you and you know considering that we have been speaking about communications i think a very important aspect of communications is not just external comms it's also internal communications as well so the way you know you speak to your internal employees the way you communicate your message the way you put out your story uh, is has also become important because what happens is and especially at larger companies where they have you know a large number of employees it actually becomes an important aspect because then they tend to be your advocates and they then spread you know your communications to either their social network or their friends and family and it becomes an important aspect even from a revenue generation point besides obviously keeping employees engaged but what tends to happen in a lot of cases is that when you have you know hr teams and comms representatives actually sending these communications out to employees it tends to spam their mailboxes and i've heard this a lot of times that you know a lot of people who receive these kind of communications automatically have a folder on on their outlook or gmail called spam or junk and automatically all those mails tend to go over there because there is a lot of communication that keeps happening to them and companies tend to do this very often so i just wanted to get your thought in terms of what is the best way to actually communicate to your internal audiences without you know spamming if i can call it their mailboxes sure that's a that's a good one and i understand it gets left out uh, while planning uh, by a lot of organizations Right. so there i i would like to say that you know employees are attentive audience who yeah. are ready to follow all of your communications but for some odd reason you know organizations always concentrate on external audiences why yeah. because we look at them as consumers but the reality is your internal audiences are also your uh, target audience yeah. they are also buying your products they are also using your services and the difference probably between an external audience and an internal audience is that your employee being anyways associated with you having a working relationship the chances of him or her becoming a future evangelist is actually much higher yeah but uh, not tapping into these this audience you know i guess is like missing out a very big opportunity so yeah. it should definitely not be done it should uh, become a part of the process you know and that is why i always tell everybody that you should treat your internal audience also like an external audience yeah. you should talk to them like you should be talking to any other organize you know audiences in fact i personally feel that when you are creating an integrated communication strategy for your organization say in the beginning of a year or big before a campaign yeah. you know one one pillar of that should be employee communication as well it yeah. should not be an afterthought yeah and uh, you know uh, and also another thing is that you know like you mentioned that many of them get bored by the kind of uh, over communication that happens True. you know that's where a creativity of a communicator should come forward there should yeah. be experimentation you know you should be utilizing unofficial platforms the kind of you know uh, emailers that you send out and why only emailers why not do other mm. stuff yeah. you know you should have different platforms while there will always be some bit of monologue when it is internal communication you can't completely cut it out but there has to be dialogue as well so True. how you tell them about something and about what all you tell them you know that's also a you know a important decision to be made that is why i say that when you are planning it has to become a part of it yeah 
and it should not be that you know when everything is done in the end you say that i want to do this as well experiment with unofficial platforms allow them some freedom you know yeah. uh, i know uh, some of the organizations sometimes even allow their employees to run their instagram pages yeah know? yeah that, that is a very different kind of confidence that you provide uh, you know to the employees sometimes True. they are allowed to do some bit of communication they become a part of the stories so there are many ways of involving the employees to take away that you know mundane feeling of them receiving communication from you yeah but uh, it's but that's where uh, you know like i said creativity of a communicator has to come into the picture true true uh, and i think this was a great way to end this episode so thank you so much indu for coming on board and sharing i think you've been able to put some great thoughts through this episode i'm hoping that that the listeners as well go away from this episode learning a little more about about comms and pr thank you so much for inviting me over prashant it was wonderful you had put out some great questions on me and i'm happy that i could uh, connect with you and uh, share with uh, my colleagues and uh, peers about my learnings thank you so much okay thank you it was a pleasure having you a short message for those who plan to start their own podcast you can visit www.hubhopperstudio.com hubhopper is india's leading podcast creation platform Start your podcast with Hub Hopper Studio and get your voice heard across multiple platforms. Click on the link in the episode description to know more. And for the rest of us, hope this episode was useful for you. And if you would like to know more about this topic, you can reach out to Indu on LinkedIn. And in case if you have any doubts, feedback or just want to spark a conversation, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Instagram or Twitter. This is me signing out for this episode and looking forward to seeing you on the next one. Subscribe to the podcast for regular updates. And one last thing, don't forget to stay curious.